Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Pinnacle Mindset Talk Show. Today is the second um, of our uh, series of our talk shows, and we are talking about, um, we're continuing on the theme of, of two weeks ago, and we're discussing, still discussing the stigma surrounding the LGBT community. But today, I want to welcome along Kaylin Tyler. So two weeks ago, we got a perspective of two gentlemen that had uh, both come out as gay, and today we've got Kaylin who has also come out as gay and she will give her perspective today on some of the things we discussed. And it'll be really interesting really to talk about some of the, the things and just see from a different perspective. Um, along with me tonight is uh, the water boy himself, Bobby Boucher. Welcome along to Robbie. Hello. Good stuff. Um, so we'll go through some um, some questions in, in a little while, but just as we talk. But Kaylin, it'd be really good to sort of just get a bit of an understanding. I know we were talking a little bit off air then before, but just get your perspective really on on the LGBT stigmas community and and how anything that you've experienced sort of coming up through through your younger days into into the current day. Well, hi guys. Um, well, so first of all, I obviously didn't grow up in England and I've not been playing rugby or sort of been part of a sports group for a very long time. I did it more in uni, but growing up in South Africa, there's not a lot of lesbian role models. And growing up, to be quite honest with you, I didn't even know what it was. I only knew about gay men. That was like, that was it because my brother was friends with a, with a gay guy and that was it. That's all I knew. I didn't even know what a lesbian was. Didn't know it was a thing. Just didn't ever think about it. Didn't cross my mind. So growing up, I just I just didn't really know what I was. I just thought, oh, I must be straight like everyone else. Because you, as I was saying to you earlier, you don't come out as straight, do you? So it's you just assume that's the automatic way you go to. So um, growing up... At what sort of age were you sort of experiencing that you were thought that the norm was to be straight? And, and obviously, I apologise calling referring to you as gay earlier. I mean, I mean a lesbian. Um, <laughs> but what sort of age were you really sort of a bit unsure and, and, and looking for a little bit of guidance on that so I only came out when I was when I moved over to England um so when I was younger I didn't really I didn't know what it was but around 13 14 when all the other girls were looking at all the boys I I obviously thought oh yeah they're pretty good looking but I there was certain girls in my school group that I kind of thought oh they're really like really pretty and I didn't really know what that was just kind of grew up not really understanding what anything what any of that was and I just carried on dating guys dating boys until I was about 20 21 22 can't really give wow, any so you, so you had seven seven or eight years of, of sort of just mm. going through the motions just because it was expected yeah I didn't really I didn't really understand that's why I say growing up with no le lesbian role models I didn't know what it was when I moved to England it's a bit more spoken about and a bit more open and people are happy to talk about being gay and being lesbian and, and and what that world is because coming from South Africa it was you you're dating you're dating a guy and that's just the end of the story there's no it's a bit better when I went back and I knew what it was coming from England but I just I just genuinely didn't know what it was I didn't think I could do it and then came over here watched um some comedians that were gay and kind of thought oh that could be why I'm feeling that way or thinking that way and it just it it did help me kind of get into the right mindset but at that time I was dating someone a, a guy back in South Africa and I just said to him listen I, I don't really know what's going on with myself I, I, I think I might be bisexual and he was kind of like well you know do what you want because isn't that every man's dream is a 
bisexual <laughs> girlfriend as far as I'm aware but he was quite happy about that but then I kind of went actually you know what I, I can't be I, I don't know who I am and and that that was when everything started kicking off and I kind of discovered that okay I am gay and I, I just need to it, just see who I am as a person and that's when it all sort of bubbled over and I, I didn't really come out to to my mom per se I think my best friend seems I, I don't even remember this but my best friend at the t- well he's still my best friend but one of my best friends at the time I one of my first friends when I moved over here I used to go out all the time and I think we got quite drunk one night and I said to him you know what dude I think I might be gay <laughs> and he he was he was quite he was like well shit I didn't know that um kind of just was like oh well whatever makes you happy and that was quite nice to come out to someone like that and I mean I never came out to my mom I didn't have to <laughs> I think that's that's what what's probably one of the nicest things is my mom just kind of went came up to me one day and went you've been watching a lot of gay programs lately because of like this thing's called the l word it's like what people yeah. call the lesbian yeah, bible yeah. <laughs> and um i've been watching that just obviously learning and, and trying to figure out is this who i am and she just said oh you've been watching a lot of that like are you gay and i went yeah i think i am and she was just like okay and that, that was the whole conversation. I think awesome. that's like the easiest conversation I've ever had. <laughs> um, and like my dad, my dad was a bit, <laughs> was a bit funny because um, I think I had a few beers and I told him as well, because he's my dad. It's, it's, it was just a bit different telling my dad because I didn't know how he would react. I was quite scared of my dad. To, Daddy's little girl and all that. Again, oh. that's another stigma around, around it. And we're going to talk yeah. about stigmas later on. Yeah. Well, my dad, I don't know what it was with my dad. I think he's just... My dad's not, as, I'm not as open with my dad as I am with my mom. Like my mom and I are really close and we talk about loads of stuff. Whereas my dad, I just kind of, I'll just tell him, oh yeah, I've done this today. Going to be this, going to be that, do that, whatever. Um, but I kind of went up to him and, and this was quite a deep, deep talk for us. So I kind of went up to him and I had a few beers and I said, listen, dad, I'm, I'm seeing this girl back in England. This is when I moved over here a few years later, come back to visit. And I said, I'm seeing this girl, I'm really happy. And his first response was, um, and I don't think he meant it in a bad way, but he came across like, oh, what an idiot. Um, but he was like, oh, um, if you're gay, you're still gonna, you can still get married. And I kind of went on going, oh, yeah, you know, gay, this was before gay marriage was legalized everywhere. And they were like, oh, yeah, gay marriage is getting legalized in a lot of places now. It'll be fine. And he was like, no, no, to a man. And I was like, well, no, dad, this is, that's not really how this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, bless him. But he can't, he's come around to it now and he's, he's really supportive. And, and his wife, I think his wife, sort of helped him along to understand because I don't think he my dad just doesn't understand things he's very much this is how I see it and that's the end of the story um so it was it it took a while to sort of for him not to come around but to understand how I felt um so that that was probably the one of the harder conversations I've had to have but yeah it was it was quite supportive after that and then when um sort of got broken up with my girlfriends or whatever. He was like, oh, I'll go beat them up. And blah, blah, blah. But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. So it was quite nice for him to see now he's come around. And yeah, and then I've then, obviously, you join, you join university and it's just normal in university to, to experiment. Mm. So you've got loads of girls who go in, oh, yeah, well, let's sleep with a girl, we'll do this, do that. Whereas I was like, no, well, I'm gay. Like, I've come out by this point now. And it was it was nice to just be around people that kind of don't, care in a way it's just you are who you are and that's just why well, I surround myself with a lot of people like that so if, if people are negative and they they don't accept other people or other cultures then I, I don't really want to associate with those kinds of people so that's I think that's a, 
that's such an important point to make. That's 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 the same about anything and and anybody and and we're going to talk a little bit more about sort of um, perspectives of of what you expect the the ideal person or what a normal normal person is. But mm. whether you're suffering from depression, anxiety, whether you're gay, straight, um, bisexual, whether you're any anything that's got going on, if you if you surround yourself with negative people, then they're going to bring you down automatically. And and Absolutely. everyone deserves to be happy. Um, yeah. I think that's a really important point that you make make there. Just, yeah so I think that that made my life a lot easier when I was coming out in uni you you hang out with people because they're in your your friend group like I started playing rugby in uni and you meet people and you kind of go do I actually want those <laughs> these people in my life and then eventually you weed out the ones you do want and you don't want and not in a horrible way as it sounds but you kind of go I'd rather hang out with so-and-so because they're quite positive and they see things differently but coming through uni I mean it was quite hard for me moving over here I didn't have a lot of friends and didn't know a lot of people so the guy that I came out to that was my friend it was it was it was nice for him to just accept that and and go with it because he he thought he had feelings for me at at this point when and I told him and he kind of was like oh shit (laughs) not not too impressed now but the ultimate block isn't it yeah yeah (laughs) so um I think it upset him a little bit but he kind of he I said to him listen you've got the choice we can we can stay friends and we can have exactly what we've had and, and you can accept that this is who I am or you can leave and he chose to stay and he's still in my life now we're really good friends and I think that's that's a massive thing for people to just realize that you can't change someone if that's who they are that's who they are and I think coming out as gay I think that's one of the big big issues as is you people think they can change you or they go oh yeah if you sleep with the right man or you you do this you you won't be gay and it's, it's just not the case it's not about it's not about sex it's it's about a connection and it's, it's a whole different it's like you can't just go and sleep with someone and be like oh yeah well, that's great I'm, I'm gay now <laughs> yeah and I think that's what people need to understand and accept and I think hanging around with the right people really does it, as you've saying about mental health like coming out and having that support system around me it was it was massive I think if if, if I didn't have my mom and my friends just saying I, I came out to friends in South Africa over message and just saying you know what mate if that's what you want to do if that's who you are great you carry on as long as you're happy i don't give a shit who you love and amazing so awesome so what so what you're saying effectively is you've had a really quite a positive experience of 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 coming out and obviously you explained that your your dad was a little bit of um someone you had to work on a little bit and just Mm. um, maybe that's a little bit of an old school perception but generally you've had a really good experience have you got any advice for sort of people and because there must be there must be stigmas around and and were you worried about what the experience that you were going to sort of have of coming out and absolutely I mean you just you think people aren't going to accept it they're not going to like a lot of the, the, the problem with coming out as gay and having friends that are girls people think oh you must like me because you're a lesbian and it's like well no because you you've been friends with me for years it's not just suddenly going to change I'm not just suddenly going to have feelings for you so that was a massive thing for me is, is telling my female friends not not having a lot of friends in this country anyway like the ones I had back home were like my the people I talked to quite a lot at that point so if I came out and they're gone oh well I don't really want to be friends with you because you probably like me now that you're a lesbian and it was it was a bit like oh do I do I tell them don't I tell them do I just leave it because I don't see them um so that was that was quite quite a question in my mind I think was are people just going to not be friends with me because of it and um, I think 
you kind of I was a bit worried about like some of my family because some of them are quite Christian and quite old school and I just thought are they going to accept this because my, my auntie's in, in in her 70s now so she's not exactly young and I thought is she gonna just like kind of freak out but she was absolutely fine and it's I think it's the it your mind is your own worst enemy a lot of the time you can yeah. think up situations and think oh they're Christian they're not gonna like yeah <laughs> it's, it's actually like I found out that certain family members of mine had like experience had lesbian experiences that I obviously didn't know about but someone told me about it and I was like oh wow like just didn't didn't expect that but then I'll like, about the, like you say the, it's more almost like the automatic anxieties you had yeah you know what I mean you, you do automatically works it all up in your head and then it actually turned out to be totally okay yeah I mean that's a big thing about anxiety is it, it, it will play a game with you mm-hmm. and when you came out I mean, from your story, it was an incredible story. Everything it turned out all right for you, you know, it was awesome. Yeah, I think I think that there are situations where it's not going to turn out right. It's, it's situations that you've heard about where people have been kicked out of their homes by their parents or or stuff like that. And I think the main thing, if you think if you are trying to come out and that sort of you have that kind of feeling, make sure you have a good support system because you you will have friends and you will know who they are that will be there for you no matter what. And having that support system around you, even if you're scared to come out to them, you, you know the people that are going to be there for you thick or thin. Because I do. I like I could tell you now off the top of my head, I have quite a lot of people that if I told them I was going to turn into a dolphin, they'd still be my friend. <laughs> and, and I think those are the kind of people you need to make sure you have in your life. And, and, and if you are struggling, there's so much support out there. Like I used to um, volunteer at the LGBT centre and as much as it's you going in a room with strangers, those strangers are in the same boat as you and they'll mm. look after you and, and they'll be there and someone to talk to. And I think just, even if you're not coming out yet, go in there and being in that environment and seeing those people and that they're okay, even though they're going through a really hard time, like there were trans kids there and, and, and it is, it is a difficult headspace to be in. And if you, if you are struggling, go to those places, you don't have to tell anyone. And I think that's what people don't realize i think oh what if someone sees me like no just yeah. there's one in in where i live and if you just go to so it's i live in leicester <laughs> there's a there's a center there and if you go there they're not going to tell anyone it's there's no pictures and you can just go there and you can talk to people who are in the same boat as you and talk to people who have got experience with coming out and, and difficult situations and and it's just it is a comfort to know that those people are there for you and and you can talk to them about anything, no matter yeah. what you're feeling. <laughs> what I what I sort of taken away from what you said there is is you sort of had your immediate support network in terms of your your family, your close family, and your and a couple of friends when you came over. But I think the point you're making is that you don't necessarily just have to have that close support network. You can seek support from anybody at all, and and far and wide. And and there is everybody. There are community groups in every city, every town that you're living in that can help and uh, and even i assume there must be community groups on on social network sites like facebook and twitter and and instagram and things there must be people to help everywhere yeah i mean i think it's just reaching out i think reaching out is the first step it is the hardest step i won't lie like coming out for the first time is is scary because you're like is this who i am and once you've come out you've come out you can't take it back Mm. um and i think that's a scary thing but i think people just 
just need to make sure they've got that support network as you say like you can you can reach out and, and and talk to someone if you don't feel comfortable talking to your family there are people out there that you can talk to there are mental health charities if you feel like it's, it's affecting your mental health and there's there there are you can message pages and they will tell you who to talk to because there's just there is so much stuff out there for mental health i mean even on the nhs you can there are things you can do and I think making people aware of them is what's important. A lot of people don't know about that and don't know that they can get that support. Hmm. Well, yeah, just to just to reiterate that point here at the uh, the Pinnacle Mindset talk show, we're we're all about trying to find the pinnacle mindset for people where we're discussing all matters of mental health issues. And hopefully people listen to this and listen to, uh, to uh, the previous show and future shows that we're going to be doing. We're going to be covering various different topics and it's all about trying to help people through through experiences um, and people that are suffering if they want to get in touch with us we have email addresses we have social media sites and they can get in touch with us and we can signpost you and help you through positions if we don't know directly ourselves we can talk to other people and we've got loads of different contacts so please get in touch with us if you're looking for a bit of support as I say, we can help you. So please, please, please get in touch. But the other thing to say is if you want us to cover any specific topics that you've got questions about, then please get in touch with us as that. And we can ask, we can ask any questions to the guests that we're getting on. So please come on. Sorry, just a little plug there for us. Yeah, for no, that's good. <laughs> and getting it out there. So, so just to, to move on, you were talking quite a lot there about the LGBT um, community. How, how's that been sort of obviously at the moment it's pride month and um i've mentioned it before but unfortunately because of lockdown there's not any events going on um which is a massive issue because people can't get out and and sell the message and, and change the stigmas um we were talking briefly before about some of the stigmas surrounding um the lgbt community but how is it in terms of the lgbt community what how is it first of all within within the community and are there any stigmas specifically relating sort of between um different people and different groups Absolutely. and then what the wider community what's sort of expected and so in in the lgbt community i mean there's massive stigma i mean there's obviously there's trans people there's bisexual women and there's there's lesbians and obviously there's like everyone else under the sun and i think a lot of the this is this is just a box obviously not everyone thinks this way because most people are quite open-minded when you go into the lgbt community you do get a lot of, of lesbians that won't will say oh if you're bisexual you're just greedy and i think that's that's a really negative stigma to put out there because you can't help who you love and i think people just need to just stop judging people on what who they love and just accept them and i think that's that's one i mean i've i've noticed that a lot being a lesbian um the bisexual women do get a lot of negative press because obviously people just seem to think <laughs> that they want both and it's it's not it's not well it's not they don't want both but they just yeah they just want it all and i think that's really negative and people really need to, to step away from that stigma because i think it affects that's really bad on people's mental health like i've i've known a lot of bisexual women and it's not that they're greedy it's just that they find both attractive yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think um, that that's the main one that I've seen. Obviously, trans people have quite a negative name because people don't understand it. And I think that's that's what the how, why pride is so important because it's about explaining who this person is and why they feel that way. And, and, and if you know some know about something or you know 
why it is that way you're not afraid of it and i think people are just afraid of the unknown and that's why trans people are scary because people don't understand why people are trans they just they just don't feel right in the body that they're in and i think that's that's what people need to understand but some people just can't get it through their heads and that's the issue is, is you're afraid of the unknown and and if you just understand people it'll, in my opinion anyway it'll it'll make the world a better place just give people a chance to explain who they are and whether but, you accept it or not so can i can i challenge you on that though but so why do why do people need to justify who they are and why no do you feel that trans trans people almost they don't need to stand on the on the top of the roof and shout i'm trans because of x y and z surely they can just legitimately live their lives because that's who they choose to be absolutely agree with you but the problem not the problem but even with gay pride we've had to come out and say this is who we are you can either accept it or not accept it but we've explained who we are and i think that's made people a bit more understanding of who what gay gay is and and why people are gay and i think that's possibly made it more acceptable and people have stopped judging it and I think because it because trans is it's not new but it's 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 more spoken about in the media now and it's more forefront because things are coming up and things are changing and I think people are just scared of change and scared of well why do they have to have that and it's I think it's just I'm not saying trans people have to do it it's the same as the Black Lives Matter go and educate yourself but a lot of people won't do that and that's the issue is people are too stubborn to say I don't understand this I'm going to go look it up and that is the issue so if we go up and go, actually, I'm gay, this is why. People are thinking lack, lack of education of, of people. You know, it's not even just, it's just genuinely just people don't automatically judge and they automatically got this idea. Instead mm. of going off and doing their research or actually getting to know people in that community, they just jump and then that's the idea, this is how I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I definitely see what you mean there. I think the media have a little bit of a responsibility there as well. And I think Absolutely. they they do sell sometimes quite a negative picture um but unfortunately the positive side of things doesn't always come out because it doesn't sell 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 papers and things like that so i think i think everyone has a responsibility there to to broadcast the truth but also to understand how people are feeling as well yeah no absolutely i think it's very much people as you say because the, the way the media portrays people is that's the stereotype now that's just who they are whether they're whatever they are that's just okay if you're a lesbian you must be butch you must have short hair dress like a boy um and probably be a little bit overweight that's that's a stereotype and it's well actually no because you can you as we discussed earlier you're just a human who you love is who you love it doesn't matter what you look like how you speak how you dress how long or short your hair is you are just who you are and i think that's changing it's not it's not changed can you, yet can you just talk about some of the um some of the sort of experiences that you've had with people what they've been saying to you and 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 just give a bit of a an idea you said about perspective there and, and the stigmas um surrounding an individual and the stereotype do you want to just talk about that a little bit yeah so stereotype wise i mean i've had people it's mostly mostly men in bars because they're pissed and they think they must have been bollocks they'll come up to you and go oh, you know, do you want me to kind of buy you a drink or something like that? And you kind of, well, no, thank you. And and then sometimes, to be fair, they do go, because oh, you're, you're gay. And it's like, well, actually, yes, I am. No, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, are you sure? Because you're too pretty to be gay. And it's like, well, that's that's quite a horrible stereotype. But thanks, because why why did why do lesbians have to be unattractive? It's just like, 
So yeah, do you, I think it's you, obviously it's hard to speak to somebody that's not very coherent or, or a bit inebriated, but do you, do you then challenge them on, on their sort of statements and how do they sort of behave afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. I don't take no shit. <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do, do you ever get the experience of, of and you talked earlier on about, um, about people trying, you don't just turn gay overnight and, and you can't just sleep with one person and, and turn gay or whatever, but do you ever find that men see you then as a challenge to try and, Oh, yeah. you back to absolutely it's um it's like oh well if they're a lesbian if, if you sleep with me i'll turn you straight and it's like well actually that's not the case it's not it's not how this works <laughs> yeah. and um a lot of the time i think trying some people will sit and listen to you and go actually or oh, i'm really sorry and whether they do it again i don't know but if someone you don't know you met them in a pub and they go oh you're too pretty to be gay and you go actually that i find that quite insulting and you'll explain it to them. And some people will actually go, oh, you know what, I'm really sorry. I was in the wrong there. And maybe you've changed their perception. So I think challenging that kind of behavior is really important. It's, if you just let it slide, they'll do that to the next person that comes in and, and has yeah, that same comment. Isn't it? It's, pardon? it's about education. You're educating yeah. the person. And then that Absolutely. person will educate to their friends and family and they won't do it. You know what I mean? They don't automatically assume they just go oh that girl looks pretty and they go and talk to them you know and, and, and you can just say yeah you're nay shall we say i mean and that, yeah definitely i think another issue is especially for for going out is um a lot of women will just say that they're gay to get men to go away and i think yeah. using that i can see that i can see the reasoning behind it but i think that does have negative negative results as well i mean it's 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 not portraying who they are and then a lot of guys will just say oh no they're just saying that because they're not interested mm. and i think that's that can be quite a dangerous thing to to do as well but it, i suppose it's it's a lot to do with how how women feel in the in the, in the um uh place that they are so if they feel safe then they'll just say oh no thank you i'm not interested but if they're with other women and the guy seems quite big you can you can even as if I'm being honest, like as a lesbian, like just saying, oh no, I'm, I'm gay, no thank you. You're still a bit worried because some guys could just be like, well, as you say, take it as a challenge, keep going, get a bit sort of t taken away with it. I've, I've not personally experienced that. I'm, I think I'm quite lucky in that respect, but there has been times where women have just kind of said no and men just carry on badgering them. And I'm, I think that's, that's quite a scary situation to be in. Yeah. I mean, that must, must be really intimidating. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's that's not as much an, an LGBT problem as just being a female in, yeah. in a pub. If you're not with a guy or with someone who's kind of a bit more has a bit more say in in things, and if you're just a quiet female, people a lot of people will just pick up on that and just sort of bait it, I suppose. But going back to like LGBT and stuff, I think as I said before, it's. I've not experienced a lot of stigma. I think I'm quite lucky. I, I, I'm quite a loud, loud, strong person. So, and personality wise, so people don't tend to, to do anything or, and I've got long hair. So as I say, with a stereotype, I don't look like, well, all the time, <laughs> I don't look like a stereotypical lesbian. People don't look at me and go, oh, she's definitely gay. Mm. So I think, I think people just don't tend to, to do much because I'm quite a loud strong person people don't tend to pick on me or, or sort of if I say no then that's it and I'm quite a st I think that, that might be the South African in me just like 
no, get like get yeah. lost. Thanks. A bit of fighting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what sort of experiences have you have you seen and and friends experienced then in terms of people being forceful or racial uh, slurs against them um, and just yeah just basically people being pretty dumb and naive in society. I think like like if you walk down I still to be to be honest like I still feel what's the word like eyes on you when when you're holding your girlfriend's hand down the street or walking with someone down the street I feel self-conscious I feel like people are looking at me even though they're probably not but I don't know if that's down to to me or if it's down to worrying about what society is 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 judging me by because of because I love girl I love this or I'm with a girl are they thinking oh yeah dyke you know how that's a lot that's a big one and I think people say it as an insult um and that 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 has been thrown around now like in aggressive situations where people are not to me obviously as I said before but I have had like friends come around and say oh yeah I was walking down the street and these guys just started shouting or fucking dyke and you look like a lesbian or blah blah and it's just it's just the fact that you shouldn't be shouting that to anyone let alone someone who's who is gay or whatever it's just I mean, God, didn't we grow out of that when builders stopped shouting off building sites like in the 90s? Like, well, this is something they asked uh, on the last show they brought up. And Nick, uh, I was definitely stunned when I listened to the show. Uh, I was stunned that that is still going on in this mm. day and age of you're still getting walking past the building site and they're still, you know, obviously it's a stereotypical, they're shouting words at you, they're still shouting abuse. Mm. In this day and age, it's still happening. It's not even just man on man it still happened girl on girl in relation wise i think it's despicable you know what i mean obviously i don't know how you feel about it oh yeah no i think it's it's just it's just inhumane i don't like as you say it's, it is that you do get girls out there that are like well don't come near me you're a fucking lesbian you're disgusting get away from me and you're just kind of like well, why what it's not like i've got a disease hmm. it's just it's just do they, I'm not going to talk to you. Do they, do they almost, is, is it so ill-informed? Are they so uneducated? The fact that they think that you're going to, as soon as you touch them, they're going to catch something or like you're going to turn them, turn them into a lesbian by like magical x-ray vision or so. Is, is it genuinely that stupid where they think you can't associate with me because you're going to influence me or whatever? Personally, I think people have their own issues and it's a lot to do, as you say, it's a lot to do with mental health. And I think people are so scared of who they might be that if you come near me, oh my God, it's going to make me look like a lesbian because I'm friends with a lesbian. And and I think that's just the fear of, of what other people are going to think. And their mental health is, is, as I said before, all the anxiety in your head. You're thinking up all these scenarios and, and, and being around someone who's who's out and gay and happy and, and are who they are. A lot of people, one, it's, it's fear of, of, of being associated with that because people might figure out who you are in like the dark in the middle of the night that you don't tell anyone about because you're so scared of what people are going to think and two it's about some people don't know that's what they are so being around someone who is so happy in their skin and has come out and people have accepted them it's like it's almost an insult so you've come out you're why are you happy why can't I be happy why can't I tell my friends and family and they accept that well, I'm so scared 
and I think seeing someone else in that position it's it is it's a horror it's like oh, I can't even explain it it's just yeah it's just a horrible situation because you think well they're they're that and they've come out why, why can't I and, and you're down on yourself I think it, it's very much to do with, with as you say mental health it's it depends what that person's going through and I think not not putting it putting it down because some people are just plain assholes and and that's just who they are um they want to be big big up in front of their friends they think they're funny they think it's a joke they think making you feel shit makes them look big and and funny and cool and that's just how some people are and yeah. you can't educate those kind of people sometimes people are just who they are and that's it um that doesn't that doesn't mean that you should change as an individual because of one one or two people in society that just yeah. you don't need to associate yourselves with these sort of people and and, no. and ultimately just be who you are and and be happy and yeah. at the end of the day if you've got to stand on the top of the the mountain and shout who you are because you're proud of what you are then do that but you don't feel like you need to justify yourself to anybody about anything at all no, exactly. um, you're chatting about of yeah, you had an amazing, obviously, sound of, um, absolutely incredible support network behind you of all your friends and even your family, you know, it was such incredible. But was there any difficult times, should we say, from even just the run up to actually confusing times, maybe, of obviously for people who might be going through that, actually, you can relate to, shall we say? Oh, absolutely. I was like, when, before I came out to the, so I was, I was 21 dating a man when I moved over here um and I just didn't I didn't know what was going on with me I wasn't I wasn't happy I was really struggling um when I was about 15 my brother committed suicide so I'm sorry I didn't that's right I didn't have I, I just didn't know how to process a lot of stuff and I processed that quite well as well as you can and then I think when he was as I say, his one of his best friends was gay, um, but obviously a male. Um, and I think my, I found out that my brother might have thought he was gay and stuff. And I think that made me think about it more when I moved over here because I had I wasn't with my partner. Um, I had time to think about who I was, and, and I think that gave me a lot of time to, to process a lot of what I was feeling. Because when you I was with the, the partner, the guy that I was with since I was fifteen. I just didn't know who I was. I was growing up and, and I was dating him all through those years. Then I moved over to England and it was, it was confusing. It, I really, honestly, for years, I struggled. I just didn't know who I was. And I thought, if I that, was bisexual, what? Did that almost give you the opportunity to sort of have time to think and process? Almost because you, because you notice i don't know your ex-partner but almost because he's not there with you he's so far down well different country you you almost had that opportunity to sort of sit back and and reflect on things and and think yeah definitely i mean it just gave me time to process what was going on in my head and i think that's really important when when you're struggling is to give yourself that time and and, and just feel what you're feeling and is this who i am and if it's not you know what it's not the end of the world. You, 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 you could come out and go, actually, you know what, maybe I'm bisexual, bisexual or maybe I'm not a lesbian. I, I was just confused. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Like a lot of the time people, <laughs> my mom thought I was, I was going to, I was just confused when I came out. She thought it was a phase. And you know what, if it is a phase, it is a phase. Just, 
if that's how you feel at the time, there's nothing wrong with just saying, this is how I feel. I'm going to just roll with it. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think a lot of people are just so scared to, to just try something new and to just be what they think they are. Because at 21, you don't know what you want to do. Well, I didn't for sure. I didn't know what the hell I wanted. I didn't know who I was. And it's taken me a good few years to process everything and go, actually, this is who I am. And you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I did. I struggled with anxiety. With I drink quite a lot when I was when I just moved over here not drink quite a lot but I was out every weekend you know going for a drink and it's just it's taken a long time for me to process this and, and to, to to come out and to feel safe and to know this is who I am and, and there's nothing wrong with that and no one's gonna no one that, that I associate with because obviously people will but no one that I associate myself with or know is gonna go oh that's that's not okay because yeah. I just won't associate with those people and I think that's really important if someone is being negative either educate them and if they can't be educated or they won't be educated then maybe don't need them in your life because certainly anything that I've ever done in my life the people that I love and care about have always supported me and I've always supported them and I think that's really important. Ken I think that's a really really sort of strong point um, to make and it's a really really strong point I think to end this evening's show on um, so thank you so much for this evening thank you so much for coming on and give us your your um, perspective on, on things it's really interesting just to hear your thoughts um from the guys that we had um, on the last show and um i think this this sort of stigma will rumble on unfortunately and hopefully people will educate and just listen and and just learn and just keep talking because the more it's talked about in society then the more acceptable it is and and that's what we need and hopefully people will make it more acceptable for all elements of the LGBT community um, because everyone deserves to be who they are. So yeah. thank you so much this evening. Really, no worries. Robbie, good to see you as always. Um, we will you. catch up. Um, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. As I said during the, uh, the, the, the talk tonight, the Pinnacle Mindset, we're all about trying to help people get to their Pinnacle Mindset. So please get in touch with us if you want any support and watch this space for further announcements about um, other meet, uh, other shows that we've got coming up. See you all soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.